People have so many different hacks for getting a good night's sleep. And it's not to say that those don't work, but I really think you cannot discount the power of just good quality sheets and how much that can transform your sleep. I told you guys about these before, but as far as I'm concerned, Bowl and Branch are the best sheets on the market. And I think for me, the thing that like makes them so good is that they're really soft and luxurious while also being breathable. So they kind of work in all weather and their signature sheets are their best seller. They come in 14 versatile colors in all sizes from twin up to California King. I have them in the color stone. I have them in the color mineral. I have the waffle blanket. I have so many things from this company. Everything is just quality and their sheets are made with the finest hundred percent organic cotton and completely free from toxins. Also, they said this, but I didn't really get it until I started using the sheets. They do get softer with every wash and you'll see that. I've gotten these as gifts for so many people and every single person has been a repeat customer. And there's a 30 night worry-free guarantee. So you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bolin Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code CBC at BolinBranch.com. That's Bolin Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com, promo code CBC. Exclusions apply, see site for details. Okay, so we decided to devote today's entire episode to a full breakdown on Rob Kardashian. So we kind of went through chronologically the events in his life, some that we saw offline, online, his relationships, his business ventures, how some of the family drama has impacted him personally. And we kind of gave our feelings and just discussed a lot of things that I think you guys are really interested in and we love talking about. So we hope you enjoy. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Comments by Slebs. And welcome to episode six of our Kardashian bonus show. So last week, we kind of took a walk down memory lane. We recapped some of our favorite memories from over the years. And this week, in light of Rob Kardashian's 32nd birthday, one, we were getting a lot of inboxes just about it and about everybody's posts. But in general, we get asked a lot about Rob and about our thoughts and kind of people asking clarification questions because I think there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to his life in recent years. So we decided we would devote this episode to doing like a full Rob Kardashian breakdown. Um, you know, talking about him from the earlier seasons and his evolution and what's going on now. Again, we we don't know him personally, <laughs> but from what we've gathered uh, and just kind of trying to give some clarity to the, to the situation because I think people want to know more. Is I would agree. A good way to put it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, so this was his 32nd birthday. So we're thinking, okay, when were we first introduced to Rob and how was he in the beginning? So, Think, take yourself back to very early seasons of Keeping Up, like season one. You're you're on your couch. It's like, who is this family? You don't really know, whatever. And Rob comes out. He's the hot brother. Hot. He like, was so hot. I used to I used to fantasize about Rob Kardashian when I was in high school and I had a boyfriend and we had this thing. It was like, who's your one person if you had a hypothetical hall pass? And his was Rachel McAdams and mine was Rob Kardashian. Did I ever really? tell you that? Yeah. I didn't know Rachel McAdams. That's so surprising. Yeah. But mine was Rob Kardashian. Like, I just thought he was it. There he was, some, was. He he so was. There was something about him. He had like such a fun, goofy personality. Aside from his looks, like he was so hot. But it was also there was something cool about him being like the only guy. Um, and he was he had a, like, a cool way with girls because he grew up with with so many women. Um, and that's such a thing for you, guys yeah. with sisters. Yeah, that's I, such a thing for you. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, so he went to USC. He was on the track team. Yeah, I believe so. I don't know if he was he on the track team there. I think he definitely was in high school. I believe he was in college, but I'm not 100% I'm not positive, sure. but I know he, he ran track in high school, yeah. uh, definitely. Um, he was in USC. He was like, remember, him, didn't he have earrings in the in the earlier seasons? Oh, yeah. I typically don't like that. I loved it. Yeah. Well, that was so in then. It so was the, in then. He had the buzz cut. He was so dark, like tan and dark. He almost reminded me in a weird way, I'm going to make a very weird correlation, to Ryan Sheckler. 
Oh my God, Ryan Chucker was. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was like the same. Ryan Chucker yeah. had the show on MTV Life of Ryan. He was a skateboarder, but he had that same like kind of look with the earrings. Um, I don't know. I I just remember, and I think a lot of you will kind of echo the sentiment where you'd watch Keeping Up, and you obviously were obsessed with Kim, Chloe, everyone. But when Rob would come on the screen, it was like, oh, yeah. oh my God, I I so remember and so agree. So he, in the earlier seasons, he was dating Adrian Bailone, um, obviously best known from Cheetah Girls. So they were dating from 2007 to 2009. And she kind of was on the show frequently. It was a thing, you know, Rob and Adrian. And if you remember, he cheated on her. And this was all documented on the show and not the actual cheating, but the the whole family's reactions and her reaction. And at the time she was really close to the family, which she actually still is. And it was really heartbreaking. And I think that we were all... At the time, you're, you're. I mean, I still think we're pretty young and naive, but I was like, oh my God, they're in it. They're going to make it. Like, I remember thinking that was the coolest relationship ever. And then when he cheated on her, like, I couldn't believe it. Right. <laughs> couldn't How believe it. How naive we were. Naive, I know. Um, but that was the first time, I guess, we really saw him publicly with someone else. Right? That was right. The, That was when we were introduced to him dating. The first season was when he started dating her, correct? Yeah. yeah. I'm saying, like, we, we, it wasn't like we knew him as a bachelor for all of these years, and then he randomly got someone like... We, we were used to seeing him with women. Right. Is what I'm saying. Um, and they had, you know, a, a good relationship at the time. It obviously ended up rocky, but I think she's kind of come full circle in terms of how she is with the family and they're close and whatever. So that was our first introduction to him with women. He then dated Rita Ora in 2012. Um, he has a tattoo of her, which is <laughs> just, just funny to think about. Yeah, it was, I remember like, even in later episodes, he was like showing it to Chris one time, I think when they were in Costa Rica. He was like, yep, that's Rita Ora. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is just like, well, he, that's another transition that he made. He started to um, kind of treat his body like a canvas. He has a sleeve. He, I think he has uh, tattoos on his, I, I'll never forget that episode when he tattooed, was it his, what was right it, the on giant thing on his cage. side? What was it? I forget what it was, but Chris was not down. Remember that? Oh my God. I remember he looked so hot I with mean, it. so hot. And I'm not, we always do this where we're like, no, we're not typically into tattoos. But then when someone's hot and they get tattoos, it like somehow like makes things so much harder. There are a couple guys that I could really get on board with the tattoos. It's not typically my thing, but it, it, I can. Bieber. Oh, yeah, Bieber. I, I don't love the one on the back of his neck, but— What are you going to do with What it? am I going to do? Yeah, listen, beggars can't be choosers. Um, okay, so after his, after his breakup with Rita was when we kind of first started to see that he— um, seemed to be a little depressed. So um, that's when kind of like he started gaining weight. And I think that that was initially when his, I don't want to say his lack of being in the public image started because it didn't really intensify then, but we started getting hints of it in my view. Yeah. Well, we saw him, you know, after the breakup with Redora is around the time when Chloe and Lamar were starting to have issues. Also, Chloe and Lamar got together in 2009, I think. And, and by 2013, they were like, that was like the end. That was like when Chloe couldn't take it anymore and she couldn't hide it. So 2012 is presumably when those issues kind of were arising or were reaching their boiling point. And to have that overlap with Rita Ora and the breakup, I think that's what what happened there with Rob. Because if you remember, him and Lamar were so close. Well, if you remember, he lived with Chloe. Like, yeah. And Chloe had that house. You guys know exactly the house we're talking about with the columns in front. Like he lived with Chloe and Lamar. He Chloe and Rob have always had an uniquely close relationship. They're definitely, I think that they're definitely the closest of him with any of the siblings. Definitely. And, and he was, he considered Lamar his brother. They really consider themselves brothers. Like he took their breakup, Chloe and Lamar's breakup, I think equally as hard as she did. Like yeah. he, it was definitely affected her. I know Chris kind of was affected, but it was different because he, he considered 
Lamar like a part of him, I think. Um, and I think that people kind of forget how much that impacted him, and rightfully so. That was an emotional, it was almost like, yeah, Chloe was grieving, but I think he was also kind of grieving. And I know, you know, they weren't in a relationship, so they, him and and Rob weren't in like a romantic relationship, like him and Chloe. So technically one could say, yeah, but they could continue. Yeah, but it's different. Like when you fuck over someone's sister as as badly as Lamar kind of did, I think that your opinion on that person just changes. Also, Lamar was in such a bad place. Like it wasn't even like he was, you know, they had problems and he was stable and him and, him and Rob were able to stay friends the way Scott kind of was with the family. Like, Lamar was messed up and he, and he, it's not even like, like there were periods of time and I remember watching this where, and having no idea at the time that they couldn't find Lamar. It was like, we thought looking, you know, without having seen them behind the scenes because the episode had been released yet that like, okay, maybe they were having problems. When you were watching the episode, it was like, Chloe didn't know where Lamar was for five days at a time. And that was normal. Yeah. And it was like, and it was scary for her, but it was like, it become, it would had so become her norm. So there was no way that Rob could then carry on a normal relationship with him because A, he's missing all the time. B, he's like, first of all, as Rob's starting to go through things, he can't depend on somebody else who also has his own problems to be, you know, that emotional support system for him. No, completely. Um, so basically, I just think that Julie and I, when we talk about like Rob's trajectory, we always pinpoint this year as a really crucial one in, in his in his life or in his life as it, as it appears to the public eye. Um, so right after that, 2015 was when he was first diagnosed with diabetes. Um, it, this was this was pretty public. I feel like, right? Yeah, and. If you remember the episode where he was first diagnosed, remember he he collapsed in the house. They had to take him to the hospital. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, it was very public knowledge. I think he this is when he was really, really like shying away from being in it, but was still like we knew about it. We knew about the, the events with him, and I think that scene was shown where they take him to the hospital. Um, but yeah, he was definitely shying away from from being from being like it, it was. It was almost like as the family's fame and visibility increased his, he was having the desire to decrease, which is a really hard position to kind of be in. You know what I mean? Like everyone around you is wanting airtime and camera time and like increasing their fame. And he was pulling away from it. And it was happening at the exact same time, which is like, it's not an easy thing to do. Right. And if you remember, you know, the the diabetes diagnosis happened in 2015, already in 2014 was when Kim and Kanye got married and he didn't go to the wedding because he didn't want to be photographed seeing anything. Yeah, like that was a huge deal. That was a huge deal. And I imagine that that was something that has come up for him a lot in in therapy or in discussions. Like when you, to feel that poorly about yourself that you're willing to sacrifice um, such an like life-changing moment in your sister's life, that's deep. Like that's not. I think also something that, that needs to be discussed is I think there's this really common misconception that the Kardashians as a family decided they didn't want him in the limelight anymore because they didn't like the way he looked, quote unquote. Like that was not the case at all. Like this was Rob being like, I don't like the way I look. I don't feel good about myself. And I don't want to be a part of this anymore. It had nothing to do with the Kardashians being like, okay, you're not on camera anymore. No, I, Which I think is such a common it's, misconception. Well, it's, it's the reason I, first of all, I thousand percent agree with you. I also think that the one of the reasons that it's such a common misconception is because it feeds in perfectly to the narrative of people that really hate them. Like if you hate Kim Kardashian, why wouldn't you add fuel to the fire and say oh, like, course. oh, and she's such a bitch to her brother. Like her brother gains some weight and she, she kicks him out of the camera. Like that is not the case. They want him to be involved as much as possible. He didn't want to like, and, and understandably, he wasn't feeling comfortable with himself. Which, like, not to get into it, but it really does, le- like, to me, this is such a sad example of how 
like the societal pressure and the societal like focus on weight and, and image can impact someone's psyche so deeply. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if there wasn't such a, um, if there wasn't such a negative view and people being so cruel when, when someone is overweight, he wouldn't have reacted this way. Do you know, you know what I'm saying? He right. was afraid about the, about the criticism and the backlash and it's so fucked up. Like if there was one thing I could change, that would be it because it's, it's, it's terrible. He missed so many years of his life because he gained weight. Like, how and, sad is that? And I guess one could argue that the Kardashians do place a lot of emphasis, like, in their own personal lives on on weight and, and their own personal weight journeys, especially Chloe. So I can imagine having already those, you know, societal pressures, plus on top of the constant thing in your house, it being a discussion— it, it would be, of course. This, so that's that's it. like that is what you just said is is the perfect distinction that has to be made. No one is saying like we're not saying that the Kardashians don't value image. They obviously do. It's partially what got them here. Like it's and that's a known thing. But them valuing image doesn't equate to them not wanting Rob in the light because of his image. Maybe his insecurities were intensified because of their. Um, almost like obsession with their own, but it wasn't like them saying no way. Yeah. And that's kind of the point that I think is has to be made. Um, okay, we're about to get into the whole him dating Black China and that whole roller coaster and in recent years. But first, we want to tell you guys about Tiki's. Um, so it's T-K-E-E-S. And basically these are leather sandals that are handcrafted in Brazil. I am sure you have seen them on Instagram or if you haven't and you're looking them up right now, you're like, oh yeah, I've seen these. They're these really cool, like almost delicate looking sandals. Um, you've seen them on Beyonce, Angelina Jolie, Cindy Crawford, Steph Shep, uh, and a lot more. It's like a very common thing among, among influencers and among celebrities. And we actually have them and we love them, which is why we were so excited to do this ad. Um, they also offer free monogramming, which is really cool. Like, <laughs> Julie and I live for anything monogram. Oh, my God. Anything monogram. Anything. Like, towels, bags. Uh, luggage. Lug- oh, my luggage. Don't even talk to me about luggage. I Nothing I love more. Um, so, to be able to monogram your shoes is, like, cool. Um, and it's just, it's such a good brand. Like, I was in Florida last week. I was saying this last time. And I was wearing this sundress. And it was, like, a, a vibrant sundress. And to wear these nude-colored um shoes like it just looked so good it's such a cute look so we are huge fans of these we were really excited to do this um again it's tiki's t-k-e-e-s so our listeners will get 15 percent off with the code cbc you go to tiki's.com slash cbc uh to check out the pairs that we have again that's tiki's.com slash cbc to check it out i really think you guys will like these they're really good for summer easy comfortable um lightweight also and amazing for packing which is something for me i always overpack so like i hate bulk and these are not bulky no, they're not. They're, they're not. They're so good. You can throw them in. Even like if you're walking to work and you want to change into them, you can have them in your bag and it's like an easy thing. So honest, like check that company out. Okay, let's get into now his whole Black China situation. So this was, Rob and Black China began dating in January 2016. Um, they were, we believe, kind of introduced because Black was a friend of the family. Yeah, well, like Black and... <laughs> I love when we call her black. I know. Because everyone, everyone goes to China. We always go black. I know. Uh, black China and Kim were friendly. Um, at this point, Tyga was dating Kylie. And of course, Black China and, and Tyga have a baby together. Um, so I don't know if there was one moment where they met at a party and it was they took off from there. I think they kind of been around each other a little bit and had gotten to know each other that way. So they had a reality show called Rob and China and premiered September 2016. 
They then had Dream in November of 2016, and they broke up in December of 2016. So before we get into like this scandal, which uh, you guys know where we're going, let's just talk quickly about like their relationship. So they were very, I think it was the type of thing, if I, I'm imagining, if I was in the Kardashian family and I was watching the progression of this happening, I'd be like, holy shit, let's slow the brakes here. Like this was presumably one of the first women who has shown Rob interest in a little while and maybe who he's put himself out there to be able to be shown interest about in a little while. And things were moving really quickly. Of course, critics were quick to say that, you know, she was just, it was all fake and she was doing it to get a kid with with him so that she could be in the Kardashian family. Let me tell you something. I don't know Black China at all. I can't say that they weren't in love. Who am I to say? I would very much believe that theory that she knew that bitch was a is smart, a clout tra- she, chaser. It, Let me tell you something. You have plans to marry Rob Kardashian. You haven't. He hasn't even proposed yet, and you're already trademarking your name as Angela Kardashian. You are a clout chaser. This was a business arrangement for her. I think that Rob genuinely did. Because he didn't have anything to gain out of it. Like, it wasn't like he wasn't like, oh, I want to be in Black China's family. Like, no, not at all. (laughs) Tokyo Tony or whatever her mom's name is. Like, she wanted to be in in the family. And one could say that she was a fucking con artist or an expert manipulator. I don't really know what happened behind the scenes, but I will tell you, she's not stupid. She's just not. Because she was thrilled to have a kid with him. That kind of solidified it. And of course, unsurprisingly, it didn't work out. Um, We saw on their show, like, it was just a volatile relationship all around. Yeah. It, 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 there was nothing healthy about it. You could tell that his, what he was getting from her wasn't like an, a deep emotional love and support. What he was getting from her was physical confidence because this like attractive woman was so apparently into him and so like sexual with him. Like I genuinely think that's what it was built I on. I do too. Which is sad that like, and I, I think that it's messy when there's a kid involved to say that like, this kid was born just as a business arrangement because I don't think that's the case. And I think they're both ecstatic to have Drew, especially, especially Rob, we get into that a little bit, but like, I, I totally agree with you. It, th- it wasn't, it wasn't like guy meets girl and, and they just dating because they love each other so much. Like that wasn't the case. There here. was some shit going on here and everybody knew about it. Um, it was also weird because if you remember Black China was dating Tyga and then, I mean, we had a kid with Tyga and then Kylie was dating Tyga at the time. So now like Rob was dating the baby mama of his sister's boyfriend. It was just, it was intertwined, but in typical Kardashian fashion, everything was kind of all together. So in July, 2017, so remember they broke up in December, 2016. In July, 2017 is when the fucking blowout fight of 2017 happened. This was when he started posting her nude pictures to Instagram. I will never forget this. Like, where never. were you when you saw Black China's vagina? Like, I, <laughs> that I was, think I snapchatted you the other day. I was like, I'll never forgive Rob Kardashian for making me see Black China's vagina. Okay. He went rogue. This guy starts, first of all, he's been off Instagram like since then because he deleted it. He got it. banned. He got, <laughs> he got banned, yeah. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. He starts posting all of their texts and and pictures of her ass, of her, like of everything. Oh my God. They call it, what do they call it? Revenge it's porn? Revenge porn. I mean, legally that stuff, it, it was fucked up. Listen, I am no Black China fan by any means, but that 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 was disgusting on his part. Like that's that is a that is a um a version of sexual assault. In my view, a hundred percent. When you're with someone, whether in love or not, and you trust them enough with your body, you don't listen, of course it's not like the smart thing to do, but when you're in love, you're not thinking that. You don't have the it, it's you don't have the expectation that in a fight that they're gonna use that as collateral. Of course it's like 
Because also any normal person wouldn't use that as, especially to post on social media. Listen, we always say, guys are never deleting the nudes. Like they're keeping them forever. That's fine. That's one thing. But to post it on social media to your like 20 million followers. Anyone who's ever hooked up with you as a girlfriend is like, give me your camera. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, (laughs) Like no one, it, it just... It was it was disgusting. I think everybody saw it and was like, okay, this is the lowest of the low. Like, we all felt even dirty just, like, being involved in it, I felt like. Yeah, I was like, I'm not supposed to see this. Like, I'm literally looking at this without her permission, and it's so wrong. It's so wrong, but then you, like, also, like, want to look, and you don't really want to look because you're, like, the, the, like, the, like, feminist inside of you is like, what the fuck? Absolutely not, but it's, like, on your timeline, and you're just like, And it's like, ah. you can't fucking avoid it, and everyone's texting about it. And oh then everyone's like, did you see Black Tina's vagina? And you're like, I did, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt like that's like something like if I was Catholic where I'd like go to like a forgiving father. I was just father. thinking confession. <laughs> how many Hail Marys for, for a black, seven Hail Marys for a black China vagina? <laughs> Thank you, father. <laughs> so that happened. And I'm sure most of you had a similar reaction that we did. I, we still talk about that fight to this day. She also was like pretty unbothered, like relatively speaking, like she was pissed, but she handled it like. Yeah, yeah I think she like pulled out the lawsuit. I don't even know what's up with that, but yeah, she could. I think she could have gotten really deep and really dirty. And I think she, what did she end up doing? She was posting she did something. His. She did something fucked up. To, oh, she was posting the videos, or he was posting videos of. It was this was a wild time. Like if you can tell that I'm kind of not being so cohesive, it's because it was a blur. You know, they say you block out trauma. Like I think I blocked I kind this of out forgot a little. About this a but, little. but he remember. Oh my god, I'm remembering now. He was posting videos on Instagram of him in his empty house, and he's like, "See, China took the baby, took the crib, like, took Julie's the egg waffles. Remember, he's he's doing the whole video. He's like, I go to the fridge. There's no Eggo waffles." <laughs> I remember I craved Eggo waffles for like two months after that happened. Yeah, he so he and that was also like people were thinking that it seemed a little staged. It did. It did seem weird. that was so weird. They were going back and forth. What was she doing? I don't remember what she was doing. Oh my god, I don't remember. I don't remember how. I know she was like getting a little dirty too, but not in the same way that he was. He in that particular situation during that one fight, I think he took home the gold for like biggest bigger asshole between yeah. the two of them. Um. So anyway, as so they have this beautiful baby dream, dream apparently Rob, which everybody said in their in their um, you know, in their birthday post to him that he's an amazing father. I could totally see him being a good father. I think that his dad, obviously Robert Kardashian, passed away when Rob was in his twenties, I think, right? Or maybe teens, yeah. Teens. It was like definitely the, at a crucial age. At a crucial age. And I think that obviously he, you know, he wants to be the best father to his child because for so many years of his life, like he doesn't have a dad and and that's really hard. Um, So I could totally see him being as good of a father as they kind of say that he is. And I believe that's his genuine focus now. Well, it's not like he has much else going on. I don't mean that in like a shady way. I'm just saying. He's made a kind of conscious choice. Like the way that he's going to profit off of off of being a Kardashian is not in the same way that they are. Like he's just not doing photo shoots. It's just not his thing. No. I think that he, well, and that was always the issue with Rob that they had, even before anything happened with him, is their their issue with him is that they always felt like he didn't have drive. That like he was just, you know, Chris was supporting him and then he moved into Chloe's house and it was never like he was doing anything to try and make his own money. Um, And I don't know if he's doing anything now to do that. I mean, obviously there are no social media deals. There's no, he has his sock line. Is um, Arthur George the sock line, which I just can't imagine is bringing in the big bucks. Yeah. But I feel we have to plug it. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we owe him something. I'm like, and that's Arthur George at Nordstrom.com. <laughs> Not Nordstrom.com slash Arthur George socks. Great but for like, Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But like, the, I mean, I I believe he, also he's living in Chris's old house. <laughs> I'm sorry. Imagine next time our episode is sponsored by Arthur George. <laughs> they contact us. <laughs> like, we heard you guys. <laughs> um, I just get so excited when I would see them in Nordstrom. But anyway, yeah, he's living, I think, in... I don't know where he's living, honestly. I, I'm 98% sure. I'm willing to throw that percentage out. That he's living in Chris's current house or old house? Old house. Like, so, you know how Chris has the new house? Yeah. The old one that we all love? Yeah. I think that's where I mean, Rob what a and great Dream setup. reside. Yeah. I fucking Absolutely. I love that house. Yeah. We don't know too much about how cordial he is with Black China now. Um, they put up, recently they both tweeted, and they were like, I mean, it was clearly statements written by their lawyers, and it was like, um, he tweeted, was she tweeted first, I think, and was like, um, Rob and I are committed to being the best parents to dream that we can be. There are no outstanding lawsuits or custody things. And, and he retweeted her the other way around and was like, like Angela and I are dedicated to like, yeah. it, it was clearly lawyer written, but they seem amicable and that they've, they finally. We'll put it like this. He's not posting her news anytime soon. No, I hope not. I hope not for all of our sakes. Um, anyway, most recently from a relationship perspective, he was linked to Alexis Sky. Instagram model, seemingly very short-lived, which, like, thank God, this was just not going anywhere. I, we we knew about it because he was posting on Snapchat, which is he still uses uh, kind of frequently, like, my love or something like this. Remember we talked about this in an episode a while ago, just like, dude, what are you doing here? Yeah, it's very it's very confusing with him because, like, you almost forget he exists sometimes. Yeah, but because the Kardashians have remained so relevant because of their frequency in posting, and when you— take away the biggest tool of social media. Like, the reason that the Kardashians invade us every single day is, and I don't mean invade in a negative way, like come into our lives, is through Instagram. Like, yeah. there's not one day where we're not looking at their story. He doesn't have stories. So, yes, of course he loses his place in And our even mind. if he did, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be posting, posting. as much. Um, you know, there's just a couple things here. So that was, like, that was pretty uh, chronological and, like, factual. In terms of, like, some discussion points about it, I think that one thing people are always curious about is— his relationship with the different men in his life. So as we've spoken about, his father passing away, um, Lamar's breakdown, which obviously caused a major rift, um, Bruce's transition, now Caitlin, and also his relationship with Scott. So out of those, I find his relationship with Scott to be fascinating. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. Also, I think that he got closer with Scott once Lamar wasn't there for him anymore. Totally. Because... I don't know. I think that in the beginning seasons, he took on like that brother role and was like a little weary of Scott. And and I mean, they're they're really close now. If you remember that one episode where I don't even remember who was on. They were sitting in Chris's office. It was Rob and Scott, and somebody was on speaker like complaining. And Scott like really quickly through went through all of their shit. And, and do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Scott was like Scott was like, let me break it down for you. Like so, if you think your life's hard, like I had my baby mama. Like we were together for year. We had three kids. Now we're broken up. I had an addiction. We could get Rob over here. Like and he yeah. went through everything. And like I remember that being hilarious. And I remember that being like the last like really funny time that we saw Rob like being himself. Not that like things hadn't happened before. It was like things were happening. Everything was wrong. Black China happened. This funny moment happened and then we haven't seen like much since. Yeah, we haven't seen much since. Like basically where we're at right now in terms of our coverage about Rob is <laughs> we get the occasional glimpse in some of their Snapchat or Instagram stories when they're with Dream and we get him on Snapchat a little. But to say that we've actually seen him in full-blown like interacting mode is... It's just not true. We no, just have it. We haven't. Even on his birthday, they didn't. They weren't showing him. It was like the kids and Dream and, which was a conscious choice. There's no yes. way. And we were just talking about this in in the last episode of the regular podcast. But um, everyone kind of thought it was incredibly strange that they didn't post any current pictures of Rob, 
And I don't think it was. I think it was Rob's wishes. Like, I, I, and I don't think it was weird at all. I think everybody is so quick to like just assume that it's a, it's like a selfish move on the, or like a self, I don't know. The whole thing is just so weird. I, I hate, I hate the narrative that comes. Like, I have so much empathy for Rob. Like, listen, do I think that he lacked motivation in his earlier years? Yeah. Do I also think that when you're born into like that wealthy of a family and, people are still giving it to you. Like maybe it's hard to find self-motivation when you're being given everything you ever wanted. Like it's a lot easier to say to someone, and I'm not speaking, like it's a lot easier to just say like, you know what, get up, get a job, like get, get live out of your mom's house when it's like, listen, you're living in a gorgeous $15 million mansion. You ha- have everything paid for your house. Like, I don't know. I think that's one, of, that, that's one of the problems with Rob is that he never had anything that he was really passionate about. Whereas like, Every single one of the other kids have capitalized on like what they're really passionate about. So Kim, it's like fashion and makeup and, and Courtney, it's her kids and that her lifestyle and being healthy and Chloe, it's working out and, and all of these things. Like obviously Kylie and her lip kits, Kendall, Kendall and modeling. modeling. It's like, I can't look at one thing that Rob had and be like, that's what he was passionate about. That's what he was born to do. He ne- I, I don't think he ever had that ambition. I think a lot of that comes from losing his father at such a young age. I don't know where it comes from, but I just think that... Um it's just so, people were so quick to kind of like just really paint him in a negative light. And I, I don't know him personally, but like, give the guy a break. It's like. It's really been a crazy it's journey. It's been a crazy journey for him. I can't imagine how hard it is to be the only man in a family of all incredibly famous, uh, self-focused women. Like, it's hard. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's hard, hard. for him. Um, and and I think I think also Bruce's transition to Caitlyn was incredibly, incredibly difficult for him. Yeah, I, I can imagine that. And not that, not to say he wasn't supportive. Of course he was. No, he was. Oh, as just, we always say, as 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 Caitlyn herself has said, like it is kind of a death to, to the other to, to the people that were um, around her previously. Like it's like you mourn you mourn someone because you mourn the person that like they were or that you knew yeah. them as. Um, and I think that that was hard for him. I don't know. We'll see what happens with Rob. I do think that there's going to be some sort of a quote, comeback, not in the same light. Like, I don't ever think he's going to monetize himself the way that the rest of them has, but I do think that there's going to be, I don't think it's going to stay like this forever. I don't. I don't know what I think in terms of how it's going to play itself out, but I do think there's going to be some sort of change. What do you think, like, if you had to guess, because we really don't know, like, do you think he's in a good place now? Do you think that he's, you know, kind of on an upward trajectory, or do you think that he's kind of... It seems like he's in a relatively good place. I think that having Dream changed him. Yeah. Um, it, I guess to me, from the little bit we can see, he seems better right now than he has. Although I will say the the thing with Alexis guy kind of freaked me out a little. Because it's like, that is such a clear example of like, just not the right choice for yeah. him. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm being, of course, I don't know her personally. But like, yeah. I just think that maybe try, dating someone who isn't an Instagram model, like, would maybe be good for him. Like someone not in the light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that that to me was like a, a depiction of maybe still making kind of poor choices, but that was short-lived. I don't know. I think that if he continues to really focus on being a father and Chris can be beneficial and maybe helping him find something, maybe it's a flipping houses thing like Scott. Maybe it's something that's, you know, totally from an investment perspective. I don't know. I hope Scott like takes him under his wing a little bit. I think he needs that. I also don't think it's the craziest thing in the world. I can't imagine him doing it, but I don't think it's so crazy to think that he would maybe do um, like a weight loss, a oh. weight loss, like if if he would potentially televise his weight loss journey. That could be an angle. Could that could yeah. be an angle? Like how Chloe did the revenge body thing, obviously yeah. differently, but it's it's possible. Actually, what a seamless transition. <laughs> 
<laughs> Green Chef is uh, perfect flow into this. So Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit to every kind of lifestyle. So they have different meal plans. They include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, Mediterranean, heart smart, lean and clean, keto, gluten-free, omnivore. Uh, a lot of different options here. So Basically, this is how Green Chef works. So they let you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. Um, the recipes are quick. They're easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos to guide you along. Let me tell you something. I don't cook. It's like something that I'm actively working on. This was incredibly simple. Like It was delivered to our house, and I was like, okay, I, I can do this. The thing about Green Chef is that there's something for everyone. So it's really easy to eat well and discover new recipes every week that you'll love to cook. I think that one of the biggest reasons that people like fall off the wagon is because they get really bored and having variety and variety that's so like easily accessible definitely makes it easier. I would so agree with that. Julie's nodding because that's like, we can be very lazy. And I think that having things done for you in a way just makes it a lot easier to be healthy. Just It's just like factual. No, I would totally, totally agree with that. Um, and like I said, there's a totally diverse array of meal plans. Um, you can enjoy clean ingredients that you can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness. <laughs> so these were delivered for, I have an apartment in the city and we, for some reason, decided to have them delivered to our houses. I think because we knew that we weren't we going to yeah, cook we ourselves gonna, unless our parents got involved. Yeah, so mine comes to my house and my dad is like, we were, <laughs> we were saying this last time, like our parents thought this was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Couldn't get enough of it. My dad's like, you're not going to believe it. They chopped off the broccoli. Would you look at that? <laughs> no, they literally couldn't get over it. My parents thought it was like the great. It's like, I feel like it's such a good gift for parents. It's like, you want to get them something that they're going to use and they're also going to be fucking mind boggled by? Yeah. I think also what they love is that like all of the recipes, everything is is pre-measured out. So you don't have to, my dad personally, he doesn't cook a lot, but when he does, he gets very stressed about like making sure that he's putting in the right amount of spices. So the fact that this came in pre-packaged amounts, he didn't have to think twice about it was like, he was on cloud nine. He was seriously oh on my cloud God, nine. I, know. I, was I could only Julie. imagine. I was with Julie when her mom called her and- <laughs> she, how crazy she couldn't believe it right you're not gonna believe it they have agave I didn't even know they made agave <laughs> it's so funny um, anyway so if you guys um, are interested use the code you can get $50 off your first box of Green Chef just go to greenchef.us slash celebs again for $50 off your first box of Green Chef just go to greenchef.us slash celebs and let us know what you think so Mother's Day is coming up and I know sometimes it can be difficult figuring out what to get your mom because Realistically, no gift is going to do justice for how much you love and appreciate her. But I'm sure you've done the classic, you know, bathrobe, candle, sweaters, gift cards. If you're looking to mix it up, I want to tell you about Aura Frames. So they were named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. And it's just the kind of gift that is guaranteed to bring joy because realistically, there's nothing our parents love more than seeing us. So for them to be able to see more of us, even if you don't live close by, like that is probably the best gift you could give a parent. They're Wi-Fi connected. They come with unlimited storage. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. And it's easy to set up. It takes about two minutes to set up a frame using the Aura app. We have one in my kitchen. And every time my dad comes down for breakfast, like it just makes him so happy. There's pictures of me, pictures of me and my parents when I was little, pictures of my grandparents. Like I think as a parent, you never get sick of that. And it's just the kind of gift I know she will love. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code CBC at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Um, okay, transitioning quickly back to Rob. <laughs> now he may be doing green chef. Um, 
I, I don't know. I think that that could be a potentially interesting angle if he's, if that's something that he wants to explore. I don't know. Wouldn't be the craziest thing if Chris could get him to do it. Who knows? Um, I'm just, I'm cur- I'm interested. I'm curious. I'm excited to see how this plays out. I could see him one day, you know, just like literally sitting down and telling his story. I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, I would watch the fuck out of that too. <laughs> that would be our- I think that would be so good for him. Can I tell you the dream lineup? Yeah. Kylie and David Dobrik collab. Like- <laughs> As, as like our appetizer, then like a, a fucking two hour Rob Kardashian tell all as like the main course. Don't and, you wish you could pick TV like this? Oh my God. And then final, like Chloe and Tristan, the, the shit you didn't see, like the, the, like the behind the scenes, like the hospital footage, the one she found about Jordan, like all that stuff. That would be, oh my God. I know, Julie's like- <laughs> I'm going to have a panic attack. <laughs> that would be, no, that would be next level. Oh my God. Yeah. Well- if anybody is interested in making that happen, we would love to. Uh, I guess it's going to have to be E. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, guys, so that is it for today. We kind of wanted to just go deep into Rob. It's fun to be able to take one topic and really hyper focus on it because we have so much to say and could talk about this for forever. Let us know what else you want us to talk about. It was really helpful when you're sending us the inboxes of ideas because we have so much and we could talk about it all. We don't know what people are interested in. Um, But yeah, let us know what your thoughts and we will see you next week. Remember, you can subscribe, uh, rate, review, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile It helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.